I give this episode maybe 45 minutes if Scar doesn't try and make a gang of jokes. Uh, welcome to Return to Oswald. I'm Derek. I'm tired of this shit. I'm ready for this shit to be over. Scar's here. Brandon's what? here. Neither of them agree with me. I don't give a fuck. Gotta be a scar. Like, I you mean nobody agrees with you. I wanted this shit over before you. That is true. Scar doesn't agree with us. I was gonna quit a season and a half ago. I we should have. We should have quit. No, no, no. We should have taken that jump together. We all float down here. I okay. So here's the thing with here's the thing with scar. Scar is a are you referring to yourself? Yeah, that. because you 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 kind of singled me out, so I am not really enjoying this. But I am a completionist, and I'm like, if I'm here, I'm here for the long haul. And okay. Like, so, how many video and, games do you have on your shelf right now? I have a lot of video games on my how shelf. How many of those video games have you completed? Exactly. Almost all of them that I started. <laughs> There's some that I haven't started. <laughs> 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 Almost this, all of them. This up. nigga has shrink wrap games for the 360, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I have. I have at least a good four that I bought in like a Black Friday deal in like 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually played, but some of them. Okay, some of those they did end up putting it on like Game Pass and and shit. So like, it's not like I don't have access to it. I just don't need the disc. So that conversation that we just had. Lasted longer than Stanley Stanley Bukowski lasted in this episode. No, this is the thing. They killed like 25 people in the last three episodes. I told you this is the season of death. Like everybody gone. Just killing people. Like, oh, it's the end of the show. These people can't live on. They gotta die somehow. The the last two episodes, they were rushing. But what made me mad is that they didn't show the murders. They Some steam Stanley's face off. Stanley Steamer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I never thought about it to write jazz now. They Stanley steamed the fuck out of his head. <laughs> that didn't even make any sense, though. It did why not. didn't they? Why didn't the Sicilians just bring him in since that yeah. was a new product that they didn't have in Oz? Yeah, it made more sense to it made more sense to 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 take control of it yeah. than to than to try to kill him and cut that shit off. You got weed brownies that are ionized that nobody can smell, even the dogs. That's what they said. That's what yes. they said. It's, oh, I missed it's that. ionized. It's That's ionized. Ionized. That's exactly how you say that shit too. But mm. yeah, it's it that shit was I mean it was grand opening, grand closing for that motherfucker. Real grand fast. opening, grand closing. Like the nigga came in, said, I make weed brownies. You know what? This was the most 2002 thing that I've ever seen, 2003 thing I've ever seen, because this was when folks were just now starting to think about, we can put weed in the edibles. <laughs> well, see, here's my thing. And here's, here's what, how I feel about it. It seems like they really wanted the, 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 the club dude as the guy bringing in the drugs but maybe he had some prior commitments. So they was like, we need to bring in something temporarily and then wipe him off the map before we bring in the dude we actually wanted yo, to bring yo, in. Yo, yo, okay, the club dude, club dude, club dude. Why the fuck did they have him coming in looking like Casanova Frankenstein from fucking Mystery Men? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he came in led by all the gay inmates 
wearing the same fucking outfit as the nigga from Mystery Men. And then right. he, he wants to talk to Miguel. Miguel's like, what the fuck? What? I want you to use my drugs. <laughs> yeah, that's just, it was just I'm going to run this. I'm going to run M-City and I want you to walk with me as my right hand. I don't even fucking know you. My drugs will lead the way. Bitch, you have one episode left. They're setting up all this shit and you got one goddamn episode left. Yeah, and then how they left that storyline is just fucking stupid. How they left every story. The only per this this is a tragedy. <laughs> I don't say tragedy. Well, I guess that could be a double entendre because I don't mean it as it was. It was. It was a tragedy as the episode. Tragic. It tragic. was a tragedy. It's Tragic. a tragedy genre, I should say. A TV genre. It's a tragedy because none of the characters end up. The only one that has a semi happy ending is Ryan, and he loses his brother. But at least at the end, he seems to like have changed and cares about his dad and Dr. Nathan kisses him and he's a, a new person. Why the fuck does she kiss him like deeply every time his 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 brother is about to die? Like it's, it's like we like really right now? Like this is the time you want to be intimate? I feel like that's I feel like that's when you would want some affection. I mean, you want some affection, but like the times that she like really like leaned into kissing him deeply was both of the both of the times. Because those are also both the times she's seen the most human version of him. Like she said that the show, like you're so compassionate. Why can't you be like this all the time? But everybody else in the show is just a fucking like. There's no, there's no like. They're trying to tell you like nothing good ever happens. Like nothing ever to anyone, even Leo, even McManus, McManus's wife, ex-wife, fucking um, Beecher. That shit pissed me off more than everything. Like, oh, never mind. That's the next episode. But the, 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 but the Beecher, the Beecher problem is the fact that he came back in the first place. Like, you know, he got out and everything was going well and then he got stupid and did one fucking thing and he right back in there. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, y'all couldn't rope this shit better than this? Like, do you think that Beecher... Beecher got the fuck out of here and you really thought that he was going to be so careless to deal with this shit himself. Now that he is the head of a fucking law firm... And he really gonna make this fucking he's gonna make this deal and do the well, shit technically, himself. Technically, he was just there because they said he was deep he he was he lost his bar credentials. But but he was still running things. That's the thing. He was he he couldn't practice law, but he was running the firm. Yeah. You really think a motherfucker running the firm don't have nobody that he can call to go to, to make this handoff? Try it. Try that shit don't make no fucking sense. And Rashani so, didn't finish the second episode, so I don't want to spoil it. We we can't talk about it this episode anyway because it was two fucking hours long. Try yeah, Try but it. these were like combined to me. I don't remember. It just seems like one long episode to me. It is. Like, I can't separate them. But I will say the second episode, it being two hours, it didn't feel like two hours because it was at a breakneck pace because they were, yeah, they had to, like two hours. They, it was basically, they had to clear the fucking chessboard like <laughs> real fucking fast. <laughs> like somebody just. I just, I'm going to struggle with this with review. I'm not going to lie because 
those two episodes are just blurred into one to me. Like I, I can't. So we, so I we don't have to rely on Rashani's notes if he took notes. I don't remember what's happening. Which I took notes. Okay, let's go okay, over the good. notes. Let's do this. Tragic. Tragic. You really just gonna go overboard with that shit today, ain't you? No, nah, but if I did, it would be tragic. Tragic. Poet reads Augustus's book, and he's like. Hill can write good, and that makes me jealous. I mean, he oh, like poems, so why are you jealous? Exactly, nigga. You literally got out based on you writing poetry. You got out and then went to the Bed Bath Books and Beyond and murdered somebody. Tragic. Okay, I'm done. You sure? No. No, okay. not not at all. All right, come on. All right, so um, Ross comes in and asks him for for some tits, and Poet's like, "I don't have any. I ain't had a hit in a while either. This feels like rehab to me." And with the book binding business going bust, and the Italians stymieing all their attempts to sell, they have nothing, which just like Burr wanted. So then Stanley comes in. Stanley looks like the fucking lead singer from fucking Sugar Ray, um, and he's locked up one January 16, 2003 for possession and distribution of weed. Also, his whole little montage, his vignette when he gets arrested Nigga, what is the, the fuck worst did he acting he I've doing. ever seen in my life. Yeah, what does uh, he, well, I mean, the whole writing of that whole thing, even not, not just the acting, but the, the writing of that, what did he think he was doing? Like he ran to the back and then just started grabbing shit with all those fucking weed plants. Like if you can't grab the weed plants, just leave, dog. If you got a back door, get the fuck out of there. It would have worked out better with the Benny Hill music plan. Yes. So um, he walks in and out of nowhere, Poet and Rawls are like, hey, new guy. You got any drugs? You got any tits? And he was like, I don't do that hard shit, man. And they were like, well, do you have anything? He was like, not yet, but I'll have the pot. I'll have the pot in a few days, and I'm looking to sell. My weed is completely ionized. Well, so they, were like, well, you can't, they were like, we can't smoke that shit in here. It's ionized, so it doesn't reek at all, and the dolls can't smell it, and I put it into my brownies with extra fudge. And Poet's <laughs> happy about it, and Rawls isn't, because he don't really want to fuck with white people, I guess. And then when he actually showed the brownies, there was no extra fudge? Exactly. And the mail gets delivered, and he's in weed heaven with his brownies, and they immediately start slanging him in the cafeteria right in front of fucking Chucky. Knowing Chucky is part of the fucking... Chucky literally runs the cafeteria. Nobody Exactly. So this motherfucker gets there. Says he has weed brownies for delivery and all of a sudden he's working in the kitchen and Chucky's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Well, we'll see. How'd no, you no, get here? I'm no, the one who will prove you working here. No, here's the worst part. They have the fucking conversation about the weed brownies out in the open with the fucking uh, Italians right behind them, and they were like, "Yo, <laughs> we, you know, you need us on your team. You need us to protect you. Need you us to guide from them. you." Then why the fuck did you finish that conversation right fucking there? Like, no, we can't have this conversation right here. The fucking Italians are here, and then he walks off with them like he's a part of the crew now. Of course, he fucking stands out. Mm-hmm. Duh. And uh, 
Sally Sides is back. They're going to play volleyball for an exercise show. So she said to make sure you have your balls out and make sure they're firm and round. I don't know what y'all's balls look like. But if they look firm and round, you might want to go see a doctor. Or you might want to jack off and let, let a little bit of that loose. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, or you might be on the steroids. But, you know, they're not, they're, then, you know, they're not necessarily firm and round. They're kind of shriveled and useless. Yeah. That's right. Okay, now I'm done. No, you're not. Just, the inmates, just, just don't lie. The inmates are sitting there watching <laughs> Sally size. And none of them are hiding that they get high, that they're high very well. When I smoked weed, the first time and only time I smoked weed, you know what I didn't do? I didn't sit there and giggle about nothing. Oh, I did. I am a goofy high. I'm a goofy drunk, too. I know you're a goofy drunk. I've seen you drunk, but... You have? Tell me more about this. Yes, nigga, remember the, uh, the Choose Your Own Adventure Oh, yes. You're right. You're correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and with that proves I am also a cheap drunk. You are a cheap drunk. Yes. Um, that Because that was that was like not even that much and you were just like, <laughs> um, And I got real hot. But the inmates are fucking high and they're not hiding being high very well. Um, and everybody that they look at is fucking high um except for chucky and whatever the other italian guy is yeah his manson was was looking like these motherfuckers like have you ever been high as fuck right and they're looking like we didn't know ionized shit would work we didn't know that having uh weed brownies that's he's gonna undersell us he's gonna cut us in bitch you're selling heroin Heroin exactly. and weed ain't the same goddamn thing. Right. They're on two different sides of the spectrum. They can literally hang out together. You can do heroin one day and weed the next day, and they would not harm each other at all. Why not just buy in on the brownies? Yeah, I didn't understand this at all. Or force them. Or just force them. Force him. Instead, I need to get the secret recipe, says the black guys. And the Italians are like, I'm Tiger. And they murder him. Yep. Right they when the black guys him. are talking and, about and it. The black guys are also talking about murdering him. Yep. We they need to kill recipe. him to get the recipe. Why what was the, the fuck? What was the point of this in the second to last episode of the show? Grand opening, grand closing. I told you. It sounded like they was waiting for the, 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 the right dude to come in that was going to be there for these last two episodes. Yeah, and but they had so much shit that they did in the last two episodes that that was a wasted 15 minutes that they could have used. I, actually, sir, you're, you're incorrect. That was literally six minutes. That was six minutes they could have used for all these other storylines about people we actually care about. But exactly. but but it's not even six minutes, fam. It's six minutes into the show, but that didn't take six minutes because uh, you got to deal with Augustus talking. That took like 45 seconds. Poet and Rawls talking about the tits and the, 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 
uh, rehab and everything, that took a minute and a half. Then they met Sugar Ray. So he died in like four minutes. And what the fuck did he think he was doing when they rolled up on him? And He, he rolled up himself. on him and he was like, I'm hanging with the black people. Y'all better back up. Ain't no black people here, and dog. And no black folks around them. Nigga, you can tell when black folks are around you because we're black, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> You're standing in a room full of white people like, I'm hanging with the brothers. You better, you better get away from me. You better get away from me. I have, I'm, I'm hanging with the niggas now. You know what that means? I have balls. <laughs> no, it means you, you finna die. And he looked around and they were like, they're not here. And we was like, we can see that. And he was like, no. And then he got Stanley steamed and melted his goddamn skin off his face. So now the brothers go to Burr, because that's all this was, was to force the brothers to go to Burr. Yes. And honestly, his death is Burr's fault, too. <laughs> Burr's pissing me off these last few episodes with his overacting. Burr's pissing me off with his step and fetch it routine. Yeah, what y'all diggers want? That's how he talks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get on your knees off. and you gonna beg me, boy. <laughs> Get on your knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> keep, keep the change you filthy animals. that was so much better acting by the way in that movie in that film so change you filthy animals what they're going to do is they're going to get back into the telemarketing game to get credit card numbers and then poet's cousin malcolm is going to sell the list for major major dough which is a good idea except this the second to last fucking episode exactly yeah. Stupid. So nothing they're doing is going to actually pan out to anything because it's the second to last goddamn episode. And I wonder how people felt watching this show because I know HBO and I know that what they're keen on doing is they will put the final season of Oz at the beginning of the final season. Oh, this is so you obviously the, final the last season. season. Right? Everybody's dead. Um, but, but like, here's the, 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 the most important thing that I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't. I never understood the purpose of money in Oz. Mm-hmm. It's not like you could just go to the fucking store. Like, why are they passing out cash? Like, you know what I mean? Like, with the the stereotype, like they trade in like cigarettes and shit like that. And, and spoons. Like, stop that. Um, <laughs> you just you just said that so you can play that I'm, fucking. Clip if I was you. if I was gonna play it, I would have played it. Okay, but um, but like they they, why do you need cash in prison? It's not like y'all can go to the store or whatever, and they just be they be trading in cash, and then like how do you get those credit card numbers cashed out to you at some point? Malcolm is gonna make a killing, but poet not so much. Exactly, they're setting up their bank account when they get out. If they get out, the nigga literally shot somebody in the face in bed, bath, and reading books. Tragic. Yeah. All right, let's go. I'm just going to close this page. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, uh, Doe sends flowers to Stella after her lumpectomy, and he and Pablo are friends now, and he's talking with Pablo about her surgery when someone calls Pablo a pejorative just for reading books, and it's like, we're we're, we're doing this now? We're calling him a homophobic slur because he can read? How dumb do you sound? Anyways... He was in high school when he did his the thing that he did to be in there in the first place. He was in school. 
Rivero tells Pablo, just let it go, calm down. But young Brick says, fuck that, and hits this big 6'8 biker type dude in the back of the neck with a fucking forearm shiver, and the dude just collapses. I thought he shanked him. I, I, I thought he sh- I, I was under the impression he shanked him too. I was in the, under the impression that he hit him with a forearm shiver because he went like this and no, got him I'm with the elbow to the back of the neck. I think I'm pretty sure him. he shanked him. Yeah, I hope he, shanked he did him. shank him because the way I saw it, it was just stupid. It's yeah. stupid that he just ran over and shanked him too. But either way, it went. So they um, threw him in the hole for hitting this dude with a forearm shiver. Yeah. And Rivero's still waiting to hear from Stella, even after Pablo goes to the hole. He's like, I'll just go back to the phone and wait for Stella to call. Um, but he has to go back in for count. And the mole tells him not to worry because Stella's indestructible. Where'd you get that idea from, mole? I think he just wanted to tell his mans and them something to make him feel better. Like, right. I don't think it meant anything. He's just like, look, you're my mans and them. I think she'll be fine. Luckily, right after that, you know, McManus comes through and gives Rebido the thumbs up because McManus knows how Rebido feels, I guess. Like, and so Rebido can get some sleep. Well, remember, they, they both went to McManus. Yes. So he, he does know how Rebido feels. True, true. So the guys let the mole have it during the next episode of Sally Size. Uh, about so how McManus knows that. Did. Rebido and the librarian are basically lovers. It seems like he knows that. Stranger yes, by he does. night. Because, like, you, because remember, McManus called him in first and was like, yo, why are you not going to work? And then he told him. And then he had the conversation with her. And then that's when McManus told her about his grandson. And that's why he felt the same, felt that way about the cancer or whatever. So, like, McManus is clearly aware that there's something else happening there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their love is moonlighting. Anyhow, the mole says he doesn't care what jokes they tell him because he's going to the chapel and he's going to get married. So suck his blue balls. And then he sits there and waits for her to show up in the chapel for like an hour and a half because she's running late again just so they can play out the joke that she's going to leave him at the altar again. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she runs in at the last moment and tells him that the sitter was late. And, and I, she says she called. She says she called. But like, you called a prison. Like, and, you, like, come on. I was struck so many times by the statement. I had to write it down. This is what we're doing in the second to last episode of the series. This is it. This is what y'all thought was important for the what, what really is the last penultimate episode this is the last time before a series finale and this is what we're doing yep idzik is watching omar sleep when he wakes up idzik's like are you gonna or, or i'd like to discuss a timetable with you for you to kill me he was standing over this motherfucker like a six-year-old he was standing over him like i threw up scar was this this episode or the next episode where fucking omar turns into this, this an episode. astrophysicist this is this episode that's this and, episode and yep <laughs> Omar says he needs to see McManus immediately, and McManus doesn't fucking believe him. And Claire, look, Claire has nothing to say. She's just like, all right. <laughs> it just goes. And like, wait, like, Claire had nothing to say? He's just like, I need to see McManus right now. And she has nothing to say? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Well, but, that's because Claire was dealing with pregnancy. We, didn't know, we didn't know that yet. 
I know, but that's what they were alluding to. That's why she was acting aloof. Yeah. It was something on her mind. That's why she wasn't being the bitchy person she usually is. So I was just like, why doesn't McManus just ask Isaac if it's true? He's not making any secret of it. He's telling everybody, I need somebody to kill me, but he doesn't. And now Omar's like, now that Idzik wants me to kill him, I can't. It just feels wrong. And I giggled because I knew it was going to happen soon, one way or the other. He asked Idzik why he wants to die, and he says some dumb shit. He's like, the, I, I want to die because the universe is going to die. And so Nigga, then he was, Omar... He was- he was speaking like fucking Kanye on Drink Champs. Like I was like, nigga, are you? <laughs> like, like, Kanye sounds like an absolute genius to dumb people. Like, mm-hmm. holy fuck! But the way he was talking at first, this shit didn't make no sense. And then he he made a little bit of sense, but it was like the kind of the kind of like the whole tap a little bit of sense that like okay that that one part makes a little bit of sense, but the rest of this makes no sense. And like your causation don't match up like it none of this means anything they spent way too much time on this shit they they spent way too much time on this shit and so omar decides to go and do research on this dumb shit and they discuss the dumb shit and omar becomes like a theoretical physicist about this dumb shit and now he literally wants to become a disciple of the dumb shit and Idzik's like, so basically what you're saying after telling me all this dumb shit is that you're not going to kill me. They want and, me to believe and- that Omar White in four hours, because they said it was like a few hours. <laughs> figured yeah, because out he was- how gravity works, because how he fucking said, stars he said- are remade, how, what happens to stars after they burn out, all of this shit. We're, we're supposed to believe Omar White was able to do this shit. Bro, when he comes to Omar, he straight up says, well, you said you'll you you said you'll tell me that at noon. Like, it's noon the same fucking day. So it's the same day. Yeah, he was like, you said you have an answer for me by noon, and then all of a sudden, this motherfucker completely Three understands hours the theory. Later. Like, for real, dude, he completely understands the theory of relativity and shit. And it's like, you get the fuck out here with this shit. He looked like Charlie from fucking It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I I just didn't like it. It, it, it like I said, they, they were scrambling trying to get this shit wrapped up because obviously something needed to happen. So Idzik is like, I'm very disappointed that you're not going to kill me, but I have an alternate plan, and his alternate plan is that Idzik kills Omar. And then the whole thing about the the what Idzik was talking about is just like none of this shit you're talking about is going to happen in your lifetime. And none of the shit that you're talking about has any real reasoning for why you would kill Kareem Saeed. No, the, the, the fact that Kareem Saeed, it sparked his mind about this shit and laughed about it. And that's why he had to die. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> he bought me a coffee. Like, you don't get the fuck out of here, Kanye. So, Robeson finds out he has HIV. He makes Dr. Nathan promise she won't tell anyone, which she can't because fucking HIPAA, dog. Do you not know what HIPAA is? Exactly. Um, and then I he mean, destroys the files like, with his diagnosis. Like I, the people at Oz haven't broken no, rules. No, <laughs> what it is, what it is was this. He's scared about this because he had black gums grafted to him and somehow everybody found out. So that's yeah, but- why now he's like, pinky swear, bitch. 
But here's the thing. And then he just like wrestles the fucking paper from her and then tears the shit up. There's a guard standing right there. Just like, all right, come on, let's go. All right, you know, let's go back. I understand (laughs) you're upset about your HIV. Like, are you fucking kidding me? uh, You you know, she probably typed that shit out, right? Like there's probably a computer file. Yeah. Somewhere with the same shit on it. Because I know that when I worked for uh, the parole board and it was my job to get the medical files for uh, upcoming parolees, it was all typed out, like copy paperwork. So you still got the HIV good, sir. Uh, Cyril's on death row and Ryan's convinced that Cyril won't be tried again. He's like, I prayed and God answered. And that's that. That's not how this works. But God had a different answer for you. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. You got you got a replacement. Dr. Nathan tells Ryan that she was the attending doctor for Cyril's execution. And that she was, as they were strapping her men, she had a flash about her husband and she was glad that she was there to watch. And then she felt bad because revenge is not justice. You know who didn't know that? The nigga that you literally punched in the face. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot she did that. It because somebody else sexually assaulted you. So yeah, that was revenge and it felt good to you. Remember when they tried to turn her hill for a little while? Um, it felt good in the moment, but you know, sometimes you reflect on that and it's not good. Yeah, she didn't reflect. Um, she shouldn't feel badly at the point of someone else's death, even the man who killed her husband. Ryan tells her that he needs to do something to balance all the bad shit that he's done. And so he wants to work in the hospital, but not to be near Dr. Nathan. It's just, it's just ever since I washed Father Meehan's body, I want to make a change for once in my life. Look at Ryan doing some good. And Dr. Nathan says she believes him and she'll request a transfer. Right after that, Seamus O'Reilly convicted 2303 of murder in the first degree. Did he, though? Nigga, did you catch what actually happened? Yes, and that's what I'm saying. Did he, though? Because the other nigga is the one who literally dropped the car on his head. Yes. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. If you watch it, the car falls. He is clearly behind the car, and then the camera cuts. Now he's underneath. The car falls, and you can clearly see oh, yeah. that there is separation between that car and that man, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, he's underneath it. And it's just like, y'all couldn't shot this any better than what you did? No. Russian. <laughs> just Russian. They just Russian. <sighs> it was clear that that man was nowhere near that car when it fell. Uh, but he's convicted of murder in the first degree. He's in for 34 years, up for parole in 16. But there's only two episodes left. Ryan <laughs> asks McManus about his dad and tells him that I don't want him to be an M-City. And McManus is like, fuck, me neither. And Ryan's <laughs> like, I don't want to be nowhere near the bastard. And, and, the, and then comes one of my favorite parts. <laughs> and so the then series. the CO says to all the new inmates, Welcome to Oz. And Seamus is the only one who responds with a fuck you. <laughs> no, and the, the, the Skillinger is like the funniest shit to me. Like when he kept calling him Skillinger, um, I was like, yo. And everyone who already pronounces his name wrong, like how you had to just take this shit way too fucking far. And so Schillinger got the role of Macbeth, proving that he's got the biggest balls in Oz. Um, I have balls. Beecher gets the role of McDuff and Keller wants to work backstage. 
And Beecher tells Schillinger that Keller, um, I don't know, this whole thing is stupid too, but Beecher mm-hmm. goes ahead and Keller and Schillinger are sitting side by side at a table talking. And Beach just like, hey, by the way, did you know that Keller killed fucking um, Franklin? Franklin. I went back and tried to fix it, and that shit's hard. Okay. Um, and he's like, Keller says, he's lying, and Schillinger agrees. And Schillinger's like, why would he do that? And Beach was like, he did it for me to avenge my father's murder. And you know about that, don't you, Vern? And then he walks away, and Schillinger tells Keller that, I know you killed Franklin, but he was a nobody. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> about that dude he was sucking my dick like why the fuck do right. i what what but we have to kill beecher because that motherfucker know too much and he keep flapping his gap and keller's like i'll do it and so out of nowhere beecher's sitting on the throne backstage in the of the play and keller pulls out a shank no however they, they- they tell Beecher that he was requested to be there by, um, by for a, by Earl, for a rehearsal by Suzanne Ryan's mom, and he gets there and it's just him and Keller and Keller one hitter quits him and then handcuffs him to the chair. So Keller's a triple agent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so McManus asks Suzanne, "Hey, are you late for your own rehearsal?" And Suzanne's like, "What rehearsal? It doesn't start till three. At this juncture, McManus should have ran his happy ass into the fucking cafeteria, which is right down the hallway. It should have taken one and a half minutes for him to get there. Right, because it's pretty obvious from the way that this place has been set up, his office is right over the fucking cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Keller tells Beecher that, well, I pretend to be Schillinger's friend to learn his plan to keep us both safe. I concocted the whole plot just to prove to Beecher that I'm on the up and up. All I want is for you to love me again. Yeah, while you while he's strapped to a fucking chair. No, he's a crazy person. That's what he thinks. Yeah. Suzanne <laughs> comes in and Beecher runs off, and then Keller tells Schillinger, "Yeah, I'm getting him to trust me." And I'm like, "Didn't we just do this shit? Isn't this how he ended up with his arms and legs broken?" And the only thing that that fucking chair scene was missing was stuck in the middle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I do. Re- Reservoir Dogs, y'all. That's what he's talking about. Because he was fucking psychotic. And then he was doing the whole thing about the props. Yes. And why either of them trusted him with those props is fucking stupid. And why would they have a fake shank? They can't, well, they can't really make a real knife. No, no, no. Why would they have a fake shank for Macbeth? Because they can't use swords. They can't, they can't use the swords. I'm I'm aware of that. I know. Mm Mm-hmm. I can understand having a, one of the knives that would go in because it's a prop knife and it, it's fake. That was a coiled up spring. <laughs> that was a fake shank. But that was still wasn't even the shank that they actually used. No. And so McManus tried to set up a meeting with Luis, the parole board guy, and Alvarez. Luis says he'll think about it. Alvarez, like, I'm going to have a waiting, though, because all I can think about is Kathy Joe. And he sees her and tells her that if he were Cutler, I'd worship at your feet. He was such a horrible husband. 
Bruh, Show me to the subway. I'll go no, down. No matter how you feel, sign those fucking papers and get this shit over with. If exactly. she wants to come back and see you, She'll let come her come back. back and see you. But sign those fucking papers. And, and the rest of this shit didn't have to happen. And so they hold hands and Schillinger's like, did she sign the papers? And Alvarez's like, nah, she needs more time to think about it and stuff. And Schillinger's like, get that shit done. And he tells uh uh one of the homies to be in a rando. He tells a rando. I was really trying to think about if this nigga had a name or not, but no, he tells a rando that he doesn't trust either of them. And so he wants a mole in the room for their next visitation. So the rando is going to do it. Next up, we meet Alonzo Torquemada, uh, convicted on February 6, 2003, of assault in the first degree. Uh, they were sentenced to 10 years, but up for parole in six. Uh, and they're a club owner. Well, I guess it's they he because they kept saying he. So he's a club owner, the king right. of the night. No, let me tell you about how fucked up this scene was, and I could tell you they're rushing. Um, apparently that was acid in the jar. Yeah, yeah, but after he does the acid, he kind of sprinkles the shit all around. Like yeah, <laughs> but even on himself, that was kinda, acid. Those that guys? was acid. Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah, he pours acid, he throws acid in, in, in someone's face, and then the, the acid is just kind of spraying around because he's just kind of moving the fucking jar around. I and like it's just it, like, it. It, it makes no fucking sense because it's like, if that's actually acid, like this makes zero sense that you're, that you didn't like cover this shit or let it go immediately because it's fucking acid. Zilch. Zilch sense. Um, he comes and talks to Alvarez and offers him some drugs, specifically Destiny, which is supposed to be like an e-pill, because again, 2003. Alvarez declines, and Alonzo tells him that he can be, you can be my number one, because I intend to run M-City. And Alvarez like, you taking one too many of them D-tabs. Leo talks to you and asks him if he saw who killed Willie Brandt, and you's like, yeah, I did, but I ain't saying shit. I'm smart enough to know that whatever happened is a small thing tied to the tail of a dragon. And the smart thing for you to do is to move the fuck, the fuck on before that dragon comes out and bites Leo in the ass. That's exactly. what he said. He told him, he told him straight up, like, yo, you might want to let this go. And he couldn't. But instead, Johnson tells a rando called Lionel that he has another or, yeah Johnson tells a Randall called named Lionel that he has another job for him and no, it's he's the, the last same, he's, one. he's the he's the dude who um he's the dude who did the other deed right he's yeah the same no, dude. but but we didn't know until he goes in there and starts talking to him yeah and so Lionel's like what's the what's the job and Johnson tells him because he's like really that's what you said when I killed Willie Brandt and He's like, yeah, this is the last job. This time, I want you to kill Leo. And Lionel, oh, he, he, he doesn't actually he say kill, that he wants to kill the warden. He says, oh, geez. How the fuck does he get him. close to Leo? How? Exactly. Exactly. Because Leo was in his office after hours preparing for the fucking ball or whatever the fuck that was. Exactly. So did this the CEO let this dude out and then he just roamed. But the CEO was eyes. in the room. So how the fuck did he you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. The CEO was in the room at the fucking ball. 
It makes no sense at all. And why they need to kill Leo? Because remember, he got too close to figuring out that the that the governor was involved. And when was it, and when did Leo start fucking McManus's ex? No, exactly. That just came out of nowhere. That just came out of absolutely. So I'm nowhere. gonna ask again: What the fuck happened to Floria? Yep, she just disappeared. She was gone. We thought that Floria was gonna be a thing. Then they brought in this new lady, and then next they brought in a white lady, an older white lady to be his love interest because I guess they were thinking Floria was looking too young. Yeah, she, I mean, to be fair, I'd rather him date a woman who doesn't work for him than his secretary. But we, yeah. but the, the way that they made it seem was like she was pushing up on him hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, and then like, how the fuck did he end up with fucking um, lightweight Paula Dean? It makes no fucking sense at all. Exactly, well, she was, because she was nothing, coming around the prison a lot. So that yeah, but nothing gave a sign like they even no. had any spark. And then we find out that they've been dating for like ever. And McManus ain't even mad about it. Oh, here's the worst part. McManus remember when he remember when he accused McManus of fucking? Mm-hmm. It's and like in like, oh, the shit, whole time man. you beating dog. So. So you you fucking around with McManus' sloppy seconds. That's that's your man's in them, and that was his ex. Mm-hmm. And like you know what I mean? Like this shit don't make this shit makes zero sense. So ex McManus and Leo are kissing, and McManus walks in on them kissing and walks out. And again, there's one episode left. Yep. Like this could have been done, episode three of this season episode two of this season but instead they have this happen and then right after it the correctional officers the correctional officers association party is going on leo hasn't shown up yet so mcmanus goes to get him and walks into an empty office that's pitch black leo meanwhile is bloodied and trudging down the hallway towards the party he got stabbed in the ribs and he makes it to the party just before he collapsed on the table and i'm like bitch if you got stabbed in your office somehow in the bathroom of your office where there's a telephone that you could have dialed 911 on. Exactly. Why did you trudge your ass all the way to the cafeteria? You could have called somebody. You could have called Tyrone. I don't give a fuck. This made no sense. You could have called to the desk of of the officers that were not at the ball who were holding shit down while y'all niggas was at the ball. Exactly. So what you're going to tell me is that every single officer, you know who I didn't see at that all at that fucking place? I didn't see Officer Felon. I didn't see Pepe in there. Exactly. You could have called somebody, but instead you just trudge, slow crip walk your ass down to this, down to the cafeteria, and then die in front of all of them. The fuck out of my face. It's the yeah. second to last episode, and this is what we're doing. This is exactly what we're doing. Get the fuck out of my face. I know you had said there were random deaths in this season. And between this one and Nurse Grace, I'm like, fuck all the way to fuck off. Yeah. I'm I'm the, the holding on to his death has been very difficult. I'm just like, oh, he ain't long for this world. But the way he died was so just unnecessary. Yep. He knows. I guess we're gonna have to do something. And then you and know then what? They- and then just and just as soon as all of this shit happened, they wrapped that bitch up real fucking fast. Like y'all couldn't wrap this all up off of the shit that he was saying the day before. 
Y'all couldn't have wrapped this up like two days prior. Word, he knew everything was going on. The only funny thing that happened, the only funny thing, the only funny part of this whole segment is that after Leo dies, now McManus is walking the maze. (laughs) 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 Playing the lonely man like a motherfucker. He's walking the maze. And... That was the only funny part of this entire episode then, to me. And then that bullshit of like his his ex is just like that's the one thing I miss about you. You always knew how to comfort me. Like get the fuck out the of fuck my out. face. You were just fucking this. You were just fucking this dude. You were fucking my dude. You were yeah. fucking you. You're, you're sitting on his lap when I walk in on you. You, you were fucking you were fucking my man's and them, and now all of a sudden you want me to comfort you when they fucking take him out. Who the fuck do I look like? Shy? Exactly. Like these the fuck no. out of my face. You better go. You, you know what? And you know what? Fuck her. Fuck this season. Fuck this episode. Fuck that maze. Fuck Lionel. Man, this whole episode was a waste. That was the reason why I stopped. I couldn't even make it to the next episode in time to get all the way through it because that's when I got 25 minutes in and then found out the shit was two hours long. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah, But I told you, when it's over, the shit just kind of ends. Like, it, like, there's a lot of threads left uh, left open. The shit just kind of ends. Mm-hmm. The whole, the the whole thing, the way that the way that this ends in the next episode is just like, oh, I guess that's it. Well, we did this. My mama said I wouldn't be able to do it, but guess what? I did it. I can't wait till we finish this. Rashani, did you tell we, Scar about your proposal? We, I we, did, we and he's all in. So after we do this, we're going to do a palate cleanser called Playmakers, bitch. Yes. Um, and we. Um, how are you going? How are you going to get yours? Are you going to buy it, Brandon? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Because I still got my DVDs. I got my DVDs. Uh, let me see where it's at. I can't wait. Playmakers is when you really think about the legacy of Playmakers. Without Playmakers, there's no NFL Blitz, the league. Yes. Without Playmakers, there's no NFL on ESPN, period. Because they were like, take this off and we'll give you whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> without, yeah. without Playmakers, there's no lift your chin up, little nigga. Lift your chin up. <laughs> oh, you got heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. So we're gonna do playmakers and then we're going to do Orphan Black. And but what I'm just hmm? but we still got two more episodes of this though. No, we don't. We're knocking this next fucking thing out. And I thought we were doing the follow-up episode. We are doing the follow-up episode, yes. So, so we'll we do all that in one week. I'm going to put out, we're going to put out a Tuesday episode, and then we're going to put out a Thanksgiving episode. Y'all bitches is welcome. Be thankful. We ain't going <laughs> to record it on Thanksgiving, but it's going to be a Thanksgiving episode because I'll because be damned if we're doing Playmakers this shit. Is on, yeah. Playmakers is on YouTube. Yeah, it should be. You can, you can see the whole thing? I see four episodes. How many episodes is it? Like uh, eight. It's a season. Yeah. Yeah. That shit is great. Once ESPN made sure that they weren't ever going to bring that shit back, they put it wherever they wanted to. Yep. The, the NFL, NFL was so like, mad. The NFL was like, nah, dog, that's not how we about to roll. 
Nah, man. Nah, bro. The fuck you mean? He's sniffing cocaine out of somebody's ass. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? This is just my little pinky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so listeners, we're not leaving. Um, okay, so the the new question is: Are we doing all of this stuff on separate feeds, or are we just gonna no? It's all going to be under. Stuff? It's a, it's all going to be on the Return to Oswald feed. I'm just going to change the uh, logo of the actual podcast episode. So for playmakers, I'll make a new logo for it, but it'll be under Return to Oswald feed, and we're just going to keep it going. And I might change the name on Twitter, but it'll still be Return to Oswald on Twitter as well. Okay. Word. You already got too many Twitter accounts. I know, right? I mean, I got like. Can we just change the name of the podcast? I feel like you could just change the name. We are changing the name, but we need to do like an over. We need to do an overarching change. You mean like changing the like doing a whole new podcast? No. What we need to just call it. We just need to call the podcast. I'm not going to call it Return to Oswald. What I'm saying is that the feed is going to come off of, it's the same way that Ratchet Book Club comes off a single simulcast sometimes, but it's Ratchet Book Club. And I have it set up to where the show, we'll probably just call it Playmakers. I don't think there's a Playmaker podcast out there. I'm pretty sure it's not. So we'll just call this one Playmakers and I'll make a new logo for it on Canvas or on Canva. And then that will be what will be there for these next episodes. And then when we get to Orphan Black, we'll name it something and it'll be a whole new show. I forgot, Scar, you don't you don't listen to podcasts, so you haven't seen what it looks like for my shows, but it'll work. It will work out just fine. Okay. And that way we still have, I don't want the folks who are listening to us right now racing to try and find us on other feeds right so what's gonna happen is we're gonna we're gonna bring in like people based on playmakers (laughs) 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 and then after that they can go back and listen to oz so so we're not gonna go for orphan black so we're not gonna do a name change like call it like some some derivative of hindsight well it is a hindsight podcast but no okay I, mean, right, I gotta buy this off Amazon. Okay. Is it expensive? No. Yeah, it's like six dollars. No. Oh, fuck yeah, man. No. It's Playmakers, dude. <laughs> they need to put the, if it was on if it was on Blu-ray, I might actually be like, hey. If they stupid. had it on digital, I would buy it. I might go on Voodoo and see if they got it. Matter of fact, I'm about to look right the fuck now. Um because they have other obscure shit that I wouldn't have thought they would have had. No, it's not on Voodoo. It's not anywhere streaming. Damn it. Damn you, ESPN. <laughs> Damn you, NFL. <laughs> no, it's NFL. NFL, NFL was like, burn everything, you bitch. Yep. We want to see you. Did I ever tell you about the time that I wrote a um, review of a company that was so bad that they paid me 500 bucks to take it down and stood over my shoulder while I deleted everything. Shit, I didn't know that one. Yep. They stood over my shoulder holding a check in front of me while I deleted the uh, review off of Yelp. 
<laughs> because they said they had a 24-hour air conditioning service, like a 24-hour person on call. So if mm-hmm. your shit broke, they would come out in the middle of the night and fix it. And our shit went out. This one kid, Austin, was a baby baby. And so it was burning up in the house. And so we called their 24-hour number, and it just kept ringing, and it kept ringing until I finally reached somebody at 7 o'clock the next morning, and they got flashed on because they had a bad attitude because I had the nerve to wake them up. And I was like, bitch, you shouldn't be waking up when you're the 24-hour response line. So they paid me $500 to take my review down. You know what I should have did if I would have thought about it? I should have just mailed my DVDs to uh, to Chase and had him put it on his um, what is that shit called? Voodoo. No, the um, the one where you do everything yourself and you can stream. Flex. Yeah, I haven't put it on the Flex server. Okay. It's going to cost a lot of money for all that shipping. This is, I mean, the DVD was so big. I mean, it's the <laughs> DVD could fit in a fucking uh, prepaid box. It's just like three dollars, right? But yeah, so, so is, well, I mean, if you're if you're buying it, there's no there's no reason to do that. But no, this is a good here on on IMDb, November twenty third and December first. This is. Uh, of, available on Amazon. Buy on DVD from fifty seven fifty one. Yeah, that's new. You think I'm buying this shit new? Hell no. Hell no, 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 no. Hell to the oh, no. I bought this shit new. <laughs> I did because I thought that was gonna be a second fucking season. No, I did. I knew, but I, I knew it wasn't gonna be a second season. That's Dude, why I the way they had that shit set up at the end. I was like, they literally. Ended it on a cliffhanger. I just knew that that was going to come through. They did not. They did not. They were like, we got what we wanted. (laughs) But the first four are on on YouTube, so we can get started anytime. Okay. Word up. (sighs) Boy. So, anyways, that's Brandon. That's Scar. I'm Derek. Uh, You can send us a voice One more. Two more. One more. One more because the next the one after that's gonna actually be a celebration, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna we, be we, us reading emails and, and yeah, talking about it. our favorite everything. I have lists. Yeah. So Trust if you me. if if you want us to talk about something like that email was really good. It has some good talking points. I was going to respond and I was like, no, this will be good as the catalyst for that show. Um, so I, so I did not respond, but I did let him know that I, that's what we will be doing. I will do it as the, if we will use that during this show. Okay. And if y'all have anything that you want to send in, like who your top three characters were for Oz, just go ahead and tweet it to us, um, at return to Oswald, or you can email it to us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. Your top three characters, your most hated characters. I see people who keep sending shit about who their favorite gang is. And I'm like, we need to do a, we need to do a, what you call it? Uh, we need to do a poll over the, uh, we need to do a, a full poll over the sound bites. Okay. Okay. We should, we should totally do a, if I knew how to do it, I would set up a Discord for us, so we can have some good conversations in our Discord. I, I, you know, I'm still not a fan of Discord. 
it just doesn't do it for me. I, I, I use it all the time, so. Yeah, but you're not the one who's running it. Chase is. Um, that's not true. Really? Okay, Chase Chase does everything. But I'm, I'm still the one in control because it was one I already had. But yeah, Chase actually does do everything. Mm. Shout out to Chase. Mm. I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be doing his show uh, next week. Mm. You uh, you you sound like you 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 think you're a boss, but really, just another fucking wanker. <laughs> wanker. Hey yo, uh, <laughs> shout out shout out to um shout out to his dad who took the R off when he said nigger. He took the R off. He said nigger. He did not say he did not say it with a hard R. That last episode. So again, uh, Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black. Yeah, tweet me. Don't tweet Rashani and don't tweet Scar, but tweet me about how great that last episode of Kirby Enthusiasm was. Don't tweet them though. Tweet me. I need to talk. To yeah, you can have that shit. You can have I mean, that shit. I, I care about y'all. I said, I do not treat y'all. See how much I care? I mean, I, it, even if I wanted to watch it, the shit don't work out of time. See how much I care? <laughs> I can't log in half of the See how much time, I care, so. Rashani? I <laughs> want so badly to love this show that you love so much, but it is so... It, it's Did you just, see how much I care? It's 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 too far gone for me. Yeah, you can only, I, you I, can only you, watch sound You, you know, you you know what? Honestly, you, you got to admit that I've tried. I have tried to see what the fuck you see in this show. And you tried a little bit. I give you nigga, two seasons. Yeah, you tried a little bit. Two seasons. How if, many if, bad if, seasons of Oz did we you watch? Know what? You know what? This last one and the fifth one. So if and I had you one. watch. If, if, and the third one. The second, the first two were good. Wait, the third one and the fourth one were okay. Those which were. Was the, the, which the, season was the right? The riot was the second. Was the second season? The riot was the end of the first season. Okay, so the second <laughs> season was the one where. No, the riot was the end of the second season. The third one was the one where the, the riot is the, the, one the, riot is the end of the first season. The fourth one is the one where Adabisi went went wild. It's and the highest, lives. It's the highest rated episode of. Oz because it was the last episode that's of the, first the peak. season. That's when it started. The first that's four, the, the first four seasons were good. Be real. The last two seasons were awful. The, the first, first four, four were seasons not, were good. Good. The first three were good. The first the fourth three one good. was the one with Adabisi and Saeed. Yeah, and that's was, literally when it started you going downhill. On that every week. Yes, because that's literally when it started going downhill. Yeah, that was the fourth season. The that's fourth the fourth season. season. The so fifth that season. means. And the sixth season, the last three were bad. No, the the second half of the fourth season on the all the way through, but because it was a double season. No, nah, you don't need to watch Curb. I've quit trying to get you to watch it. I'll send you clips every now and then. Okay, cool. I but appreciate not that. the show. But if you watched that watermelon episode that everybody was talking about, it was fucking brilliant. Yes, it's what you think. Black people in watermelon. Yes, it is that. Why the fuck would I want to do that? That's what I don't get. Like y'all are laughing. It's brilliant. It's brilliant writing. He, he's not. It's not racist writing. It's brilliant writing. It's like the opposite of racist. It's why. It's, which is why everybody loves it. It's the opposite of racist. I thought everybody loved Raymond. Okay, never mind. That was bad. Everybody hates Chris. Tragic. Shout out to Pam. So yeah, tweet me. Don't bother Rashani about it, but tweet me. 
I'll okay. I'll love to talk about it with you. Scar is on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm there at Rashani, and the show is Return to Oswald. You can also email us at return to Oswald at gmail.com. Uh, you can leave a review on Podchaser, copy and paste that in the Apple Podcast, copy and paste that into Good Pods. Thank you to everybody who has uh, been checking us out on Good Pods and on Podchaser. Um, we're going up the list quickly on Good Pods. That That's dope. Um, Fuck yeah, man. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. Um, and yeah, I'm gonna put out some polls, uh, about the, like, which one's your best, uh, soundbite, um, which one was your favorite character. I just want to know what people think their favorite character was, who your most hated character was, what your favorite moment was. If y'all could email those ones to us, that would be dope. And we'll read all of them. Um, unless of course, by the time you listen to this episode, we're already on like Orphan Black. (laughs) <laughs> i gotta tell y'all i will not go back for you yeah, so y'all, y'all got a week you got a week i'm not going back like three weeks from now like hey we got an email about oz i don't want to no, once i'm this. done i'm done please right no right more of this right no more so for scar and for brandon i'm Derek. That last episode, just in the 25 minutes that I saw, it was too fucking much. You don't even know. You you don't know the half. Dude, I'll watch it when I get home from practice tonight. This is going to be some bullshit. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at y'all later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast. Don't know my name, you say.